I don't know about you, but um, I get the sense that our country, and maybe the feeling is that things are happening at a national level and we are not in control. People are maybe worried today about a national general election. There are concerns that people have. There are divisions in our world today that we are not in control of. But I just want to share with you this morning some simple thoughts that I've had just recently about Nehemiah 8. This is Nehemiah who has been working with a company of people who was asked by God to go to this ruined place and to build Jerusalem. Now we find Ezra pops up for the first time in Nehemiah 8. He's a scholar, he's a lawyer, and we read in verses 1 to 8 that the Jews understood the word of God. They understood the, um, the word of God. And that's the first point I just want to encourage us to think about. How do we um, today understand the word of God? We have got the Old Testament and the New Testament. But I want to draw your attention to a simple thought. It is this. That when Ezra read from morning to afternoon... And as Diane read out those names, which I won't go and mention to you again, but they actually helped Ezra to understand the Pentateuch. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers and Deuteronomy. And we read there in verse 6, it says, Ezra praised the great God and all the people lifted their hands and responded, Amen, Amen. This was a divine moment. We would say a Holy Spirit moment. Not only did they respond to the Old Testament, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers and Deuteronomy, they heard God's word and they fell to their ground. They fell to the ground on their faces. This was a moment where the Spirit of God moved. They understood God's word and those people not only helped the Israelites actually understand God's word. But later on we read that they said, be still, be still. Respond to God's word. At a national level, I've only ever been exper uh, experienced joy and a very difficult time in Northern Ireland. My very difficult time in Northern Ireland was as an assistant pastor I think I've shared this story before, but I just want to share it with you again today. We had some very good friends of ours called Alan McBride and Sharon. And on a Sunday, they both stood up in church and they said that we're expecting our second child. On the Monday, a bomb went off in the Shankill Road. Sharon just went to a fish shop where her mum and dad were and she died instantly. Alan, good friend of ours, went to the fish shop. And you can imagine, his life was in bits. And so was ours. How do you come alongside someone 
who wasn't prepared to forgive God. Very, very difficult. I listened. And in Northern Ireland at the time, it was a very difficult time for the Antrim Road Baptist Church. Many searching questions. Why did this happen? Where's faith? Where is God in those dark times? Is there an injustice there? Where's faith? Where's hope? Where's love? Another time where I have um, experienced the complete opposite of trying to come alongside someone to help someone in grief and in that process of being prepared not to forgive was a completely different time for me. Nationally, if you remember, Princess Diana and Prince Charles uh, got married many years ago. And for some reason, I was in Greece having a good time. And I came back uh, from a holiday. It was absolutely brilliant. And of course, me being me, my innocent self, we got back off the train. And of course, London was going absolutely bananas. And the excitement, the euphoria, he said, well, what's going on? I said, well, where have you been for the last two weeks? Well, I said, well, I've been in Greece, having a good time. And uh, this person then explained to me, well, it's Prince Charles and Diana's wedding. So I thought, oh, well, let's go along. So somehow we, we left our stuff in uh, the Waterloo Station. And then we then uh, went and enjoyed ourselves at Buckingham Palace. And I think there's a time where you see all these people funnel through down the mile and then whatever happens. So we thought, well, we won't get very close to this event but we'll just sort of turn up, as you do. And so we turned up, and in actual fact, we ended up uh, being right at the front by the railings. So there we were trying to look at, uh, trying to see them on the balcony and all that sort of thing. But experiencing a national event was absolutely hilarious. And not only that, um, as per usual, keep on making mistakes, but there we go. We thought, oh, well, we had enough of this. We have a great time, had a bit of a party with everybody. It was very exciting. So we started to go back to the train. And because of uh, the way that then Waterloo Road, or sorry, Waterloo Station, uh, was actually built, um, we had to get to Platform 4 to get back to Guildford at the time. And then they said, well, I'm very sorry, but we've closed Waterloo Station. You can't get through. We said, well, what's wrong? What's going on? You know, well, we've been to the big event. We've been to the party. We've experienced that. And someone actually said, and whispered, said, oh, Prince Charles and Diana... Um, actually are leaving by train. And we thought, well, hang on, well, surely we're leaving by train as well. Can we not, like, get on our train? They could go on their train, surely. So there we were. We were held back for about two hours to allow these two people to go onto a train. So the experience of national events, very few of us get an experience like that, to enjoy something, to be at that coalface. But here, in Nehemiah 8, God's people understood God's word. They rejoiced. And in verses um, 9 to 12, they rejoiced. But surely, if we just have a little look at this, if you've got a Bible with you, these people say, be still, for this is a sacred day. Do not grieve. There are times where we grieve in our lives for the problems that we face. But we have a God of mercy and love. And so we are to rejoice in God's word. It's a treasure. It's a guide for us. 
Lastly, from me, is that God's people obeyed his word. Verses 13 to 18. There's a festival of the booths. It's sometimes called the Feast of Tabernacles. And it was a very special time for them because these Jews had not only striven and strove to build, you know, like Jerusalem, but they remembered their relations earlier on who had in actual fact been in the wilderness with Moses. And here they were in safety, having built Jerusalem, but yet being encouraged to think about those times where God had moved in their life. And through the salvation of the Jews, by the parting of the water, that they got out from Egypt back to Jerusalem. And here they are. They're encouraged to live in shelters for a short period of time. And they celebrated that feast for seven days. I'd like to encourage us to do three things. To think about how do we understand God's word to encourage you to continue to rejoice in God's word. And thirdly, to continue to obey God's word, because it's a treasure and a lamp for our feet as we journey together. We're going to be singing uh, two choruses now. Uh, Lord, I come before your throne of grace, and thy word is a lamp unto my feet. Let's stand to sing, if you're able, these beautiful choruses together. Thank you.